Hey guys, this is Mo Sider from the Detroit Red Wings. You guys listen to Lockdown Red Wings. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Lockdown Red Wings podcast. Today is Thursday, uh, March 11th, 2021, and we're continuing on with part two of our State of the Rebuild roundtable with Detroit or Lockdown Pistons host, uh, Matt Shook. Rather, I am Detroit sports writer Noel Bianchi. With me inside the conversation, I've also got uh, Scotty Bentley, host of the Bentley Show. Um, with me for the conversation he kind of presents a little bit of the best of both worlds he's a big red wings fan he's a big pistons fan he covers both of them in his podcast so uh just a really fun conversation we tried and figure out what matt and the pistons are rooting for in the second half of the season kind of you know just just comparing rebuilds seeing what the status is uh when each team will compete so just a lot of fun i hope you guys enjoy it and we'll be back tomorrow with a how do you feel about it friday plus a recap of the Tampa Bay uh, and Red Wings game two. So we hope to see you guys there. Same time, same place. It's your team every day and enjoy the interview. As we move into to the second half of the season here, what do you anticipate your trade deadline to look like? What do you anticipate your second half to look like? And are you at the point right now to where you're rooting for losses or are you still rooting for wins? I guess what is the, the status of uh that because that that becomes a thing that really wears me out towards the end of yeah rebuilding seasons is like it's, getting upset about especially losses. with our yeah. lottery luck both yeah both teams. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. it's uh it's a tough one it's a great question me personally and, and i host the show from a fan slash like journalist perspective which is a tough uh you know threading the needle there is really kind of tough i attempted as well but to me well. to me it's like I turned that corner like about a week ago, actually, where the Pistons had a unusually difficult first half of the schedule, and now they have like an unusually easier second half of the schedule. And still, to me, if you're playing those really good teams, you want to get some wins, you want to get those signature type of victories, and you also don't want the eight-game losing streak, right, or, or, or longer than that. So that's pretty much the two pitfalls. But other than that, and the Pistons, this season for the Pistons is uniquely – tailor-made for a tank and I'm not a tank guy like generally speaking I'm not a tank guy especially in the NBA where the lottery odds are pretty smooth right um there's just not as much incentive as there used to be I think the NBA has done a pretty good job of of taking care of that but however the Pistons if and the Red Wings listeners probably don't know about this but the the Pistons there's four lottery spots each year that's changed from past years when there was only three now there's four lottery spots so if you're the single worst team in the NBA, you are guaranteed nothing better than the fifth spot. So obviously you want to catch the lottery for the top four, but if you're the worst, you're going to be fifth, no worse than that. And this year in particular, there just happens to be five. It's a, it's a five person top two tiers. I mean, you got maybe a, a one person top tier, a one person second tier, and then three guys for three, four, five, whatever order you want to do. And, and that can be changed. I mean, it's no, we still got time for the draft, but there's a, there's like an unusual drop off between five and six. So just because of that alone and the fact that the Pistons are, are, are can smell 
last pay, place in the NBA right now. They're only three games ahead of Minnesota, who's in the very bottom. And Minnesota's got um, got a pick that might go to Golden State unless they're top three in the draft. So they don't really have the incentive to tank. They've been tanking for their entire franchise history basically since Garnett <laughs> left. Yeah, so, so those fans are sick of it. They want to win some games. They've got uh, a superstar and a star and Russell and Towns. So they, they, they want to win. They got a new coach. They fired their coach a couple weeks ago. Chris Finch wants to go win yeah. games there. We're talking about that with Ben Beacon of Locked on T-Wolves on Tuesday's podcast, if you guys want to uh, catch up with that from Locked on Pistons. But uh, so th- it's, it's kind of a weird formula. Normally I would just be like, hey, easy schedule out there. Let's go get some wins. And if we're the fourth worst team in the league or the fifth worst team in the league, I'm not going to split hairs about it. You might get lottery luck anyway. But just because of that strange top five position, I think that – and in, in, in to tie that in, maybe that's a reason for Troy Weaver to sell a little bit more at the trade deadline than he otherwise might have. Not that there's these great assets that you could get a lot for outside of Jeremy Grant, who is probably untouchable unless you get bowled over by a great offer. But maybe there's a little bit of incentive to trade a Mason Plumley or DeLon Wright for not great value because they're not going to set the world on fire. But it, there's something to be said for losing a lot of games. And also a good hope for Pistons fans there is that the Pistons, although they play really well against good teams against bad teams, they haven't played really well at all. So <laughs> maybe they don't rise to the occasion. So the numbers all say the Pistons should win some games in the second half, not going to make a playoff run or anything. But I wonder if, uh, if organizationally and, you know, tired legs for 19, 20, 21 year old guys, I think that it might naturally take care of itself and they'll be competing quote unquote for the very bottom of the NBA. And I think that could be a good thing for this team. For sure. Yeah. I, I think like Nolan said, I think the the wings fans are kind of in the same boat where we're at a point where losing's probably for the best. I, I think, I, I don't know, man. I, I think uh, I've, I'm with you. I've never been a huge tank person either. I, I'm not something I've, really across any sport that I think is, you know, super um, like it's, I don't think it's like a big brain move. Like I don't think mm-hmm. like, Oh, you know, right. like tank, um, especially in lottery sports like that. Not yeah. I I'm, I'm totally lockstep with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, and, and so just because of these special circumstances, I, I kind of cross that, that bridge there. And then you're looking right. at the, the four the games before the, different. yeah, the four games for the all-star break, it was like, these are all bad teams. You get nothing out of winning these games. They did beat Toronto in one of those games. Not that Toronto's bad, but no no signature wins were in right. that group of four. And so they get one of them. That's fine. We're not going to like you get win a game. That's great. You don't want to get that, that five to six or seven or sure. beyond losing streak. So the healthy balance with that part. Hopefully Minnesota wins some games if you're a Pistons fan. You mm-hmm. still got Cleveland. You still got Orlando. You still got a couple of those teams hanging around. I think Oklahoma City is probably going to make a run to the bottom relatively soon, although they've ex- exceeded expectations so far. So there's a chance. And, uh, and then, you know, then there's the lottery luck too. You got Cade Cunningham is the name yeah. uh, of the, the number one projected pick right now at Oklahoma state, big point guard. And then uh, Evan Mobley out of USC. And then you got Jalen Suggs and Jalen green and Jonathan Kaminga. So for Red Wings fans, those are the kind of the names you might be hearing about in these next couple of months. And hopefully one of them is wearing red, white, and blue next year. I think too, like the, the Red Wings fan, or the Red Wings coming off of a year where uh, they completely lost the lottery. There's, I, I'm, I'm certainly not happy that that happened, but I'm very happy with the pick that they got in Lucas Raymond. Like he yeah. is, he's fully For our sure. guy. Like there's no animosity on Lucas Raymond because he's not three other people. And that's 
awesome. I think that's all you can really ask for when you get screwed in a situation like that in terms of uh, fan base reaction too. But I'm really, I, I like to hear you say that. And I hope that, uh, you know, one of the, one of the weird kind of dynamics of last year was that the Red Wings were one of the first last or, or you know, more recent last place teams to really be in it completely on their own. Like there's every couple of years, there's a team who just by far and away out sucks everybody else. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a weird, sick, twisted kind of way. I enjoyed the fact that the Red Wings were so far out of it last season that towards the end of the year, when they would pick up these little random wins, one on Sunday yeah. against Boston, one on, you know, Guilt-free one on victory. Sunday against right. Tampa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And And that was a big problem with the year before that to where they weren't very good all year. And then all of a sudden in their last, you know, five, six, seven games of the season, they go on like a five game winning streak. streak, The young guys are are pulling all the weight. And then there's all the, like this infighting and you see it at the end of every single line. Well, not at the end from like week five on Mm -hmm. every single lion season (laughs) is just like people enjoying sports. And then people, view it from a transactional standpoint where they're Mm -hmm. like well that all that does is hurt i hope they enjoyed Mm -hmm. this one like there that to me is like nothing there are a few things online that like trigger me that that is one of them (laughs) that is one of them the the the, especially we're going to take it to another team here for a second Sure. but especially the vipers with the lions oh. uh <laughs> well them too uh, <laughs> you get Gordy out back here yeah. um i it just drives me nuts it's like do you why do you like sports like are you are you an athlete like are you trying to live vicariously through these athletes of like if we're not competing for a championship you know what's the point like mm-hmm. it's not it, that's not what sports are about and especially in in the this year it really pissed me off like after that atlanta game the, yep the when, big one was the falcons game yeah, that was mm-hmm. the big one everybody was losing their minds so pissed off the chicago game uh a couple mm-hmm. weeks later that they mm-hmm. you know snatched from the jaws of defeat it was those were two fun Hey, yeah. what the hell just happened? I don't know, but let's enjoy it type games. And, yeah, then, right. and you either don't enjoy it or you're made to feel like shit by, hey, the Mike Valentis of the world yeah. uh, that, you know, are, are telling you, you're a loser. You're a <laughs> loser if you enjoyed that game. Right. Like, yeah. dude, why Why did you watch? Is that your Scooby-Doo? Oh. Yeah. All right. Before we get Matt's reaction to that uh, wonderful impression, I got to talk to the folks online or at home about betonline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They've got real-time updated odds on almost anything that you can imagine. I was watching that uh, Sunday Chicago-Tampa Bay game, saw Tampa go down uh, a little bit, tried to sprinkle some money on the money line, couldn't get it in in time before they you know, made it 3-1, ended up betting on the Blackhawks, lost. But I bet on that in real time. It was super fun. Uh, um and they also have you covered for the new scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. So head to the website or use your mobile device today and sign up to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you enter our promo code LOCKDOWN. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our promo code LOCKDOWN, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. There's an old man sitting next to me. 
make love to his tonic and gin. <laughs> Betting on the NHL doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. No, I, I agree. And unfortunately, there could be a little bit of that writing on the wall for the Pistons in the second half because – Oh, I'm you're gonna have you're gonna have, you're gonna have people that like one third of Pistons fans are gonna always want the losses. One third of Pistons fans are gonna always want the wins. And there's that middle third that is maybe this or that based on circumstances and stuff. So yeah, I think you might have some heads butting there. For the record, my Lions thing is just that like if there is any kind of chance at the playoffs, you're always rooting for wins. I mean, you're not like passionate about it if it's like the longest shot in the world. But and then once you once you're like mathematically eliminated, to me, it's like you have to lose. You just have to lose as a fan. So uh, obviously all the players are, are so maybe I'm but the see, guy. You know what? Those, those are the same people. The people who say that are the a costume. Oh yeah. Hey, that uh, week 16 went over the bears cost him three picks in the draft are the same mm-hmm. people who go, it's the lions. It doesn't matter who they draft anyways. <laughs> like true. it's just, yeah, you uh, have, you have a choice whether uh, to, whether to be happy about anything or pissed about whatever happens. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah you really, that's a great way to put it. All right. Oh, man. All right. Uh, what else we got? State of the rebuild. Anything else um, that we didn't cover? I mean, Troy Weaver has just had uh, a great run so far. And Pistons fans, like I said, they're, they're thirsty, right? They're so thirsty for this. They believe, rightfully so, that Troy Weaver's got kind of a Midas touch in finding college prospects right now. Less so maybe when you go over to the German League and, and find Killian Hayes. But we'll see how that goes. An incomplete grade for sure for the young point guard but uh yeah everyone's really excited and what's interesting we talked before we started recording that like locked on red wings is kind of a moribund franchise right now and fan base that's maybe trying to breathe a little bit of life and and getting people a little bit more excited talking about some of the prospects overseas and and some of the 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 positive things that might be happening with this team it's interesting about locked on pistons and i'm sure that there are some listeners who listen to my show who like hate listen, who'd like don't like it because they think that I hate Troy Weaver or that I hate Dwayne Casey or something like that. I think Troy Weaver's doing a very good job of general manager of the Detroit Pistons. I think Dwayne Casey, I've always been on Dwayne Casey's corner as far as defending him these last couple of years. Uh, we give him some crap sometimes, but that's our job. You know, I mean, we, if no one else is going to, who will? I don't think that there's a really critical media market here in in Detroit for the Detroit sports teams. You talk about Valeni, who's like a cartoon character about that, so much so that it's obnoxious that you can't even take what he says seriously after a while because it's always all negative, right? Yeah. So, so we're trying to kind of thread that needle again where it's like Pistons Nation, and rightfully so, very positive, very excited about Troy Weaver, and people probably sick of me bringing up the Bruce Brown trade. People are probably sick of me talking not so great about Killian at times and, and the selection of Killian, not that there's anything wrong with uh, the prospect and the young man. But so it, it's just kind of interesting, this dichotomy that maybe we're trying to tell people to pump the brakes a little bit while you're trying to gas them up a little bit. I also think, too, you mentioned Troy Weaver, and uh, I will be very, very interested to see how this fan base kind of navigates their relate their feelings for Steve Eisenman over these next couple mm-hmm. of months and maybe even the next year if mm-hmm. Jonathan Bergeron isn't uh, a consistent guy in the lineup in the NHL next year if, you know right. whatever 
the case may be. I, I think the one, the biggest issue right now is the roster management, the who's up, who's down, who's getting minutes. And I think right now, a lot of, uh, I don't think right now, all of that hate right now is being thrust upon Jeff Blaschel when he doesn't decide who goes up and who goes down. And so there's a lot of criticism right now of the moves that Steve Eisenman's making, but nobody's saying his name. Mm-hmm. And I and I whoever's think that, making these decisions doesn't. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. It's just like they're critical of the action and not mm-hmm. the person who's doing the action, which I find really kind of uh, strange. Yeah, you're you're at like a little bit of a tipping point, maybe heading into the next. I think season. I think so too. I I really do. I don't, I'd be curious uh, curious to hear Scott's opinion on it, but I yeah, I, I think kind of, he has the like the longest leash ever. You know what I mean? Like, I think, like, you're right. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Like, he's going to, um, first off, you're spot on also about the roster move thing, like, especially the the Giovanni Smiths and, uh, like, mm-hmm. those kind of moves. And then the taxi squad movement. But it's like, oh, this these are ridiculous. Yeah, Jeff Blasha, what an asshole. Right. Yeah, are they, are like, they just, the taxi squad, are they just, like, basically screwing guys out of money for a day or so in between games? Yes. I, is yes. that basically what's that, happening? That is Absolutely. Exactly. That's yeah, a yeah. wild thing. That's yes. Yes. How does the Players is. Association, so, I, I don't know, whatever. Uh, just to explain to the people real quick. But before we do that, I got to talk to the folks about rockauto.com, their family business serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years chain stores they got different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers i don't think that's right the rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are always reliably low rockauto.com always offers the lowest price possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do rockauto.com is for everybody it doesn't even require a membership or a login or anything crazy like that you just go to the store you check out their catalog which is unique and remarkably easy to navigate you can quickly see all the parts available for your car or truck and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer it's that simple folks so go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck and write lockdown in there how did you hear about us box so that they know we sent you They've got amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. That's rockauto.com. Fender off gives him the business. The taxi squad essentially is, uh, so you have, all right, you have the NHL, the big club, and then you have uh, the AHL, obviously, which is, you know, uh, the little club. club. Uh, But this season, because there's so much, you know, day-to-day who's in who can't be in who's sick who you know breathed on somebody who might be sick uh they have the taxi squad which is you know just like kind of a rotation of six guys who can be in the lineup out of the lineup it's kind of whatever the thing is with the taxi squad the nhl is basically designated that as the ahl so you can put anybody on the taxi squad on your roster but they have to go through waivers uh and so since it's essentially the AHL, it means you're getting paid an AHL salary, uh, which means that what the Red Wings have done, and this isn't just the Red Wings, this is every NHL team. Mm-hmm. So as much as I would love to make this uh, only about one team, it's actually a kind of messed up league-wide thing. Uh, so the Red Wings, they play on Thursday night. They call up uh, Brome. Michael Rasmus. Yeah, Brome. It's always Brome. Yeah, yeah, every, then, game. yeah right. every game. Uh, they call up Brome from the taxi squad and he's in the lineup and then he's making NHL money. And then the next day he goes down and he goes from making uh $850,000 salary to $75,000 salary. Mm-hmm. So that Friday that the Red Wings don't play, he's getting 
paid AHL salary. Uh, and then on Saturday they play again and bring them up. So on Saturday he makes NHL salary right, and right. It, it's, uh, for, for the, the this, theory being for that, that there's a, there's a few shekels of, uh, of cap space being picked up that could result in moves at the trade deadline, or you could take on a contract or something like that. Maybe do the, uh, the Mark Stahl type of move and, and pick up a pick or something like that. Yeah. Know. Well, I mean, it just has I'm no capologist. With, uh, <laughs> Chris Illich not having to pay his, you know. Yeah. I think it's more that. I think I'd yeah. I, 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 say it's I, I think that. that's hey. that's what it is too, because every team is doing it and they've been doing it. Uh, that's on the. the I think this is on the players' association. By the way, I think this is this is it's, something uh, that the players' egregious. association overlooked and screwed it up. And if all the teams are doing it, I don't know, I, man. Bummer. Yes, but uh, yes. But the the lengths that the players' association had to go to just to get the owners to agree mm-hmm. to the season is insane. Like I don't know if your listeners know about it, but long story short, the uh, owners or you know everybody on the board of governors, everybody on the NHL board of governors was basically sent a memorandum of understanding saying, "Hey, this is how the collective bargaining agreement uh, is going to change for next season based on." the agreements that we made to get them into the bubble for the playoffs. And uh, so they did that. The playoffs went well, rousing success by pretty much all uh, accounts. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the owners basically said, whoa, 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 whoa. We didn't know there was all this stuff in the collective bargaining agreement. We're not signing this. We didn't agree to that. And uh, so basically they had to kind of, renegotiate I'm, I'm sure there were some concessions being made uh when that was going on as well and that was probably just one of them which is which is very unfortunate for those guys uh and they're already like locked in their hotel rooms and stuff like yeah that, it's so. the it's the opposite of the nba actually the couple weeks two ago they've come up with the framework of a, a an on-the-fly adjustment that they're making this year where the pistons have Every NBA team has these two two-way players is what they're called. And in a normal year, that means mm-hmm. you're playing with the Grand Rapids Drive and then you're playing with the Pistons, but you only have a certain amount of days. But there are no Grand Rapids Drive this year because there's no uh, formal G League. So normally you would have a certain amount of days and then you would maybe get uh, a real contract and, and join the roster spot if the Pistons have one. But this year, since guys are running out of days, they've agreed to once you hit that mark, then you can still stay with the team. You don't have to take a roster spot. We're going to pay you as if you're a real NBA minimum salary type of player. So it's rewarding the players. Uh, it's taking the actual current system and adding money to their pockets as opposed to taking it away. But I bet that's probably because of the relative health of the two leagues, I'm guessing, um, and uh, maybe some more players versus uh, who, who has the more power in the league, maybe uh, when in terms of yes. NBA players are corporations in and of themselves. Big and time. what LeBron says is a big deal. And maybe to a lesser extent, some of the NHL stars. Oh yeah. That's uh that's, that's a hundred percent spot on the, and, and the NHL can't get out of its own way. And so yep. that's really not a good thing. Uh, we'll wrap it up by, by stating the fact that the NBA does not, have games on tonight and the NHL did not start its its nightly schedule. Yeah, until that would be a, an ideal time to Big catch time. the casual sports. And maybe, maybe yeah. your boy would put a bet down. You oh, know. no, no games on national TV tonight either. Can't, so. can't have that. Can't no. have that. 
Uh, yeah. The but, I've never seen the NHL and the MLB. I've never seen two more organizations that just refuse to get out of their own way consistently, mm-hmm. day in and day out. Yeah. Uh, all right, Matt Shook from Lockdown Pistons. Tell the people where they can find you. Um, and what you guys got coming up? Second half. Yes, yeah, we're in uh, All Star break right now, but we're going to be back to game action on Thursday night. Uh, praying for the losses, but also enjoying the development. Uh, Twitter, Matt underscore Shook S C H O C H. Another underscore after that. Locked on Pistons Twitter account, Locked on Pistons dash Matt Shook on Facebook, and give brother Brian a follow. Show yeah. contributor extraordinaire. I know you put out the uh, smoke signals to try to get him on tonight too, but he doesn't get out of bed for what you were offering. So unfortunately, brother Brian is a little bit of a holdout. But uh, B Shook twelve on. Tell Twitter. him I can't go any higher than five digits. I don't know what he wants from me. <laughs> You'd be surprised. And then uh, play Michigan. Give us a follow. Play underscore Michigan. Almost yes. a thousand followers. Excellent. Uh, all right, you can follow us on Twitter at lo underscore Red Wings. Me at Noel Bianchi. Scotty Bentley at Bentley Scotty. See you back here tomorrow. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. Go Red Wings. Go Red Wings. And Pistons. Let's go Pistons. Sure. Your Locked On Red Wings. Your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.